Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G, where we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar and no frosting, and we definitely don't use any mayonnaise. So go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, whichever you prefer, and let me into your cars or your homes or your workplaces or wherever you may happen to be listening to me at. As you know, my name is Ted Greer, and I'm your host on Chilling with Teddy G. Let's get into this very interesting episode. Could Bill Cosby have a shot at getting out of prison? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. And this discussion today is going to be about uh, Bill Cosby. And uh, uh, should he get a shot at uh, getting out free? This is going to be a, re- uh, a rebroadcast from one of the affiliates um uh, Dr. Uh, Boyce uh, Watkins, who has uh, quite a few different uh, platforms, and he brings an interesting point to um <clears throat> excuse me to the Bill Cosby case. So uh please uh, stay tuned for this uh, episode of uh should should Bill Cosby have a shot at getting out of prison because he had an unfair trial. Uh, guys, I, I want to tell you, as you know, please uh, uh, support this channel, follow this channel, and uh, share. Share, share, share. The most important thing that I could ask for you guys. And as you know, that every donation and uh, that you give to this uh, channel, each single dollar goes directly back into the operation of this channel. So every donation is uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, let's get directly into this uh, broadcast or the rebroadcast of um, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. And guys, and before I get right into playing that, which I'm going to shortly, I just wanted to tell you that uh, Dr. Watkins does not hold back his feelings. So you may hear some explicit words on here. So if you have some uh, small children or you have sensitive ears, you might want to be ready to hit that mute button or send your little kids out of the room so you don't get offended by some of the words that you want to say. Even though he's a doctor and he's a professor, he still uh, verbally speaks his mind. And I need y'all to understand that that is the case because you know here on Chilling with Teddy G, everything is served up raw. We have no fillers here. We have no flavoring. We don't use any sugar. We don't use any frosting. And we definitely don't use any mayonnaise. The way we get it is the way that we put it out to you. So I'm going to do my uh, uh, Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107, where allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are doing well. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Uh, what's going on? Uh, to, you know, normally, all day long, we're talking about financial topics, but uh, I always tell you guys, I'm not a finance professor who happens to be black. I'm a black man who happens to be a finance professor. Uh, that's who I am. That's what I do. I cannot apologize for that. I will never apologize for being too black uh, because we need some more blackness up in here. We need extra blackness. We need a triple dose of blackness because 
<clears throat> unfortunately, too much of your blackness has been replaced uh, with wimpiness, whiteness, and weakness. And uh, and I don't do any of the W's. The WWW, wimpiness, white, whiteness, and weakness. I, I'm not interested in none of that. Um, I think that black, uh, your black coffee should be served hot and and raw and real and honest. And um and I'm, I'm not here to water anything down. I'm here to tell you the truth in terms of uh, what I see. And uh, we can have a free exchange of ideas. Now, if you could do me a favor, please uh, do me uh, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Especially those of you who are on the Black Boss Channel, the BlackBossChannel.com. Uh, that's our, actually the platform we have for black men. You guys know we're building uh, black-owned media, and on the Black Boss channel, uh, black males control the conversation. This is where black men get, get listened to, where black men speak. So make sure you subscribe to the BlackBossChannel.com if you haven't done it yet. Uh, we do sports. We do uh, all kinds of commentary, politics, health, uh, economics, everything, uh, particularly and it comes from the brothers. Now, you don't have to be a brother to subscribe, but just know you're going to hear from the brothers. Just like when you go to Fly New Being Queen, you're hearing from the sisters. So we are taking over black media. We are going to do this. We are doing this now. And uh, we're reaching a million black people a week. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Okay, it's very important. All right. So and hit the notification bell. Notification also. Uh, what's up, William and, um, and Benjamin and Frank? and Jess Lovey, et cetera. Shout out the city that you're from. Please shout out your city so I know where you're coming from. Now, here's what I want to talk about. I want to ask you guys a question. Give me a yes or no in the chat. Yes or no. Um, do you feel that Bill Cosby uh, got a fair trial? Like Bill Cosby got three to 10 years in prison for an alleged situation that occurred between him and Andrea Constand, uh, this lady who, um, to be honest with you, the lady looked like a dude. I don't know if y'all saw that big old Adam's apple looking like a big penis coming out of the throat. It was kind of scary. That that lady, that lady looked like a dude. I mean, come on, don't lie. I gotta pull up her picture. That lady was a scary looking lady. Uh and um and and so Andrea Con Constan uh goes and um and, and and Bill Cosby, she accuses Bill Cosby of, I guess she says he drugged her and uh and uh and he drugged her and uh and touched her boot touched her boob or something like that. Now, not only do I not believe he got a fair trial, I believe they convicted him with absolutely no evidence whatsoever. Now, that's Teddy G's opinion. And I don't know how she looked when she was younger, but I'm telling you right now, I'm in 100% in agreement with uh, Dr. Uh, Boyce Watkins. She just looked like a dude to me. I got to pull up her picture. That lady was a scary looking lady. Uh, and, um, and, and so Andrea Con Constan, uh, goes and, um, and, and, and Bill Cosby, she accuses Bill Cosby of, I guess she says he drugged her and, uh, and, uh, and he drugged her and, uh, and touched her boob, touched her boob or something like that. Now, uh, we are not, none of us would ever advocate for the idea of drugging people, or touching boobs or anything like that. Um, there's, I'm, I'm only sanctioned to touch uh, one, one, one pair of boobs, and and uh, those are Alicia's boobs. And that, outside of that, uh, I can't do any boob touching, nor would I ever condone that. Uh, but anyway, but as you as we pull up Andrea Constant on the screen, again, I'm, I told you the lady. She's she's a weird looking lady. Um, <clears throat> uh, I remember this case was interesting to me because uh, if you remember at that time. When Andrea Constan, the lady with the Adam's apple, accused Bill Cosby of this alleged crime, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I got to go look at the exact details, but I think that she had actually already been paid off. Like she'd already gotten a big chunk of money, a multi-million dollar settlement. 
And uh, also, from what I understand, she received. I mean, look at look at the. I mean, look at her face. Look, look that, that's a dude, right? I, I'm sorry. Looks I, like I, one I, to me. I get mad at me. Call me sexist. Call me whatever you want, but you, but y'all know that's an ugly looking man right there. Yes, it uh, but is. Anyway, so th- this this lady with the Adam's apple, Andrea Constant, she was paid. She was paid very well uh, after that whole situation went down. And uh, and again, that was actually a situation where I kind of looked at Cosby a little cross-eyed, not just because you're hanging out with women with big Adam's apples, but also, uh, you know, the fact that all these millions of dollars that's going to this lady, this random lady who's hanging out with, now mind you, I know a lot of black people who would, would, would give everything, anything to have just five minutes with Bill Cosby. I'm- but wait a minute, though, even though I'm agreeing with you. You got to remember now, Cosby got only uh, one eye. You know, the other one is, is uh, not working. And I think the one that is working from looking at this lady's picture, it's not working that well. <laughs> now, excuse me for that. I'm not trying to make light on it, but I'm just saying, you know, that's what it looks like to me. Beautiful black women who met Cosby one time who cried because they were so honored to meet Bill Cosby. And, 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 and despite the fact that you got people in your own community that would give anything just to have a five minute conversation with you, you got these random people, these, these people that I perceive, honestly, I, I think, I think some of them are um, uh, predatory uh, to some extent in the sense of uh, they want something from you and they're using you, you know? And, and I think that that's something that has to be said, right? It has to be said to say, like, what are you doing, man? What, what is this anyway? Well, you know, so I defend Bill Cosby with a big grain of salt. You know, um, I, I really do. I'm going to tell you the honest God truth. I, I like Cosby. I, I think Cosby's talented. I think he's very smart. I love what he did with Fat Albert. I love what he did with Different World. I love what he did with The Cosby Show. But some of his behavior never made sense to me. I didn't understand the pound cake speech. I don't understand uh, hanging out with the, the random uh, random women with, with Adam's apples and, and then getting in all these crazy situations with white women. When you got black women that love you, that will defend you. You got beautiful women like Camille Cosby who stand by you through all your BS through all your, your your infidelity, all of your misbehavior, and uh, and and you can't and you don't know that you got it good right here, right? I'm sorry, forgive me for saying this, but y'all know I got to say what's on my mind, and that is literally the first thing that comes to my mind. I look at I look at this lady Andrea Constant, and my first thought was, my God, that is an ugly man. And then my other thought is, uh, Bill Cosby, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? So with that said, though. Here, I'll lay out some facts on this, okay? Uh, and uh, so so let me break this down. So right now, Cosby, um, first of all, the Cosby situation is interesting. The reason I asked you guys if you felt like he got a fair trial is because I want to break the Cosby case down to the basics. I want to go, when we talk about Bill Cosby, I think it's important to go back to the fundamentals. Here's the deal. I defend Bill Cosby. I'm a supporter of Cosby. I'm a net supporter, but I'm not a good supporter because I'm the I'm the guy who will support the hell out of you. But I'm going to call you on your BS. Right. Just like I did with Cosby just now. Uh, I'm not I'm not a yes man. I can't I can't do that because I'm, I'm not stupid enough to be a complete yes man. But I support Bill Cosby. And the reason I support Bill Cosby is not because I think he's a great guy all the time. Uh, I, I support Bill Cosby not because I think that he didn't do ever do any of the things he's, he was accused of in the 60s, 70s, 80s, or whatever. Right? I, I, I don't I don't support Cosby because I think all his life choices have been good, or that he's a good husband, or any of these things. I support Cosby for one basic reason. The basic reason is that we have this uh, old this old fashioned rule that was never really applied to black people, but white people get to use this rule. And this rule is called innocent till proven guilty. Uh, th- this rule is that 
Um, if there's no evidence, then you shouldn't be going to jail. And when I saw them sending this 80-something-year-old man to prison, I literally, it was, it's a death sentence. They're sending that man to prison to die. They were sending him to prison to die, and they were cheering on the fact that this man was being sent to prison to die. Um, they did this with, with, with what I thought was the flimsiest case I've ever seen in my life. I have never seen, or if rarely, if ever, seen a case where I'm literally like, I need... What? And, and, and the double standards were, were unbelievable. This lady already got paid. She got paid. I, I'm not saying that he didn't do it. Maybe he did grab your boob. I mean, you know what? Hey, you give me $3 million, you know, I, 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 got, I got man boobs, but you can grab both of them if you want to for $3 million. I don't know how many of y'all would let somebody grab your, 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 your lady boobs or your man boobs for $3 million, right? So that's a pretty good payoff for a boob grab, but I'm not going to belittle, I'm not going to diminish the, you know, the trauma that she might have felt if that allegedly happened, but, but you know, okay, you got compensated, you agreed that $3 million was going to make it even, that I'll take the money and then it's over, right? You, you made that agreement. So why are we still going back to this issue, right? Well, that's what, that is because this was a personal vendetta. This was something where, there were those out there who wanted to see this man go down and they said, okay, we're going to readdress this issue until we feel that we've given you exactly what you deserve. And then on top of that, when there's this this non-prosecution agreement that says, we're never going to prosecute you. You can't, uh, well, yo, this is over. This is done right now. This is for the, the this is for those black folks that, that believe in, in that America is a country that actually has justice for black people. This is for those of you that believe in the system. Well, if you believe in the system and the system says, we're never going to prosecute you, then why wouldn't that mean that they're never going to prosecute you? I mean, I would think that if you said you're never going to prosecute again, that means you can't go back and prosecute again. So the, so the fact that they went back and prosecuted the case after saying they would never do it again, and the lady, this lady with the Adam's apple already got paid. She already got her three million, whatever the number was. She got maybe it's two million, maybe it's four million. I don't know. It's in the millions. Isn't this over? Right? And then the third component was when the case goes down, I didn't see any evidence. I didn't see any. I mean, I would almost think maybe I'm naive to say this. And I and I know y'all No, you're not naive to say that because I watched this trial. I checked through the whole thing and they didn't have one shred of evidence that what this lady is claiming ever happened. Like you said, that was a personal vendetta against the Mzungu nation that wanted to uh, punish him, period. Because he was uh, uh, melanated, because he was successful, because he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. Because uh, uh, um, America loved him. And you heard me say America. You didn't hear me say Black America. You didn't hear me say Hispanic American. You didn't hear me say Native American. You heard me right, ladies and gentlemen. America as a whole had much love and respect for Bill Cosby. But the powers that be, oh, no. They felt totally uh, um, in, uh, different than the rest of America. That's the reason why the double standard took play where, you know what? We gonna, we gonna make sure that he pays her and then we are gonna turn around and prosecute him anyway. And then not only when we prosecute him, 
he's going to jail, and I don't care whether we got evidence or not. They had no proof, none whatsoever. You're totally accused of something. You're, you're trialed, and, and you're convicted with absolutely no evidence at all. That's where that stands at. None, no evidence. I'm wilding or whatever, but I'm sorry. I, I I live my whole life by speaking truth, and so if you if you're offended by the way I've described this, and I can't apologize for that, but I'm sitting here trying to figure out if you're gonna send an old man to die in prison, shouldn't you at least have some evidence backing up your claims? Like, shouldn't you at least have something, some sort of proof? Other than, yes, absolutely. Other than a wild accusation. That's what he was probably getting ready to say. But I just had to jump right back in here and tell you. Other than an accusation. Because other than that, you had no proof whatsoever. And then, like like uh, uh, Dr. Boyce Walken says, you sent this man to die. He's, you know, and that's what they're hoping on why he's in there. That's why, you know, the question is being asked, does he have a chance of getting out? The, the, the better question is, does he have a chance of surviving uh, before any other new trial comes up? Because, I mean, at that age, yeah, come on, everybody know that you could go at uh, any day, any, any hour, any minute, any second when you're that age. And you was given a sentence like that. That was to make sure that you never see the light of day as a free man again. It was nothing more than that right there. The white woman said it. Like, the, because the white lady said it happened, then it must be true. You know, and so so this whole, this whole case to me came off like kangaroo court 2.0. It was the sickest most ridiculous yet most revealing display of injustice publicly anyway that we've seen in in a very long time now, and, uh, and there have been worse situations out there i'm sure but on a high profile scale like that it was one of those things where it almost seemed that they were saying we know that you did something negro this is what they do this is what they did in chicago when in chicago when they would um uh they, they, when they would go and they did it in, in all the cities when they would grab a scoop up a brother uh, and they were trying to pin him on a certain crime, they would basically say, well, we know you probably did something, so we're going to fabricate a case to make sure you go to jail, right? right? And this is what happened, and this was also facilitated in the Biden crime bill, and that's why I, I can't vote for Joe Biden, because I don't vote for, for, for white people. And I want to tell you something else, too, ladies and gentlemen. Now, and, and this, and only... Um, individuals who went through this can testify to this fact um they will clean the books up with you especially if they pin on you a crime that uh they have several others on the books that they haven't cleared or they became cold cases or whatnot uh black people go through this a lot especially black men now, now, they'll do that to you. They'll pin a case on you, especially if, first of all, if you got arrested for one on your own, you know, uh, some crime, and then they have four, five other ones on the books that they haven't cleared. Oh, you can bet believe you're getting all them cases. 
and you're going to be found guilty on them. Now, this brings us back to the point because he just mentioned Biden, which uh, I, I'm, I'm in a total agreement with him on that. This goes back to uh, when we're talking about uh, presidential candidates and, and, and the current uh, 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 President 45 wants to make America great again. These are the policies and these are the things that he want to make sure uh, happen or continue to happen on a grand scale the way they used to happen back in the day. Yeah, they still happen in the day. And they, yeah, they ain't never stopped. But they had they had uh, slowed down, not to a slow crawl. Now, don't get me wrong; they had uh, just decreased slightly. But if you want to make America great again, if you want to make it like it was before, like the way that he tells you, uh, this is what they want to do. This is, and this is exactly the reason why Bill Cosby suffering uh, what he's uh, what he's going through right now. When they would grab a scoop up a brother uh, and they were trying to pin him on a certain crime, they would basically say, well, we know you probably did something. So we're going to fabricate a case to make sure you go to jail. Absolutely. Right. right? And this is what happened. And this was also facilitated in the Biden crime bill. And that's why I, I can't vote for Joe Biden. I don't vote for, for, for white people who execute black people for no reason or who want to incarcerate black people and send us to concentration camps for no reason. I don't support white people who send black people off to die and be beaten and raped in prison for no reason. So maybe you're offended that I couldn't vote for Biden along with the rest of the black folks, but I can't do that. I can't I don't support Klansmen. I don't I support racist people. Right. So so here's the deal. Cosby, um, his case is up for appeal right now. And when I saw that, I said, you know, that's good. This man is old. This man is not a threat to society. There was no evidence against him. Now, do I support Cosby because I think he's 100% innocent of everything he's ever been accused of? No. Well, and I, I don't know about that either. I don't, that's not the reason why I'm particularly supporting him, but I'm supporting him because he got, he did not have a fair trial. This was a total injustice from an injustice system who makes sure that the uh, the balance of the scales weigh against the uh, black Americans or black Native Americans. That's that's how it is. Now, the U.S. today is reporting that uh, uh, Bill Cosby's lawyer and the uh, prosecutors were tussling over uh, his sex crime conviction in uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a uh, Pennsylvania uh, high court. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to say something uh, before I continue with what the USA Today is uh, reporting. The reason why you're getting this commentary from me is because when I listen to this uh, podcast show from uh, uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins TV, I watched it live, and now that I am um, uh, doing a rebroadcast of it, which is what I told you that I was going to be doing, I had uh, uh, spaced out segments where I were going to uh, put in a few comments. Actually, I had maybe three comments that I want to put in. But the reason why you're getting more comments right now is because uh, uh, YouTube is up to their tricks again, and they're 
they're um, they, they they're blocking out or, or making it continue to buff. It's buffing uh, during the conversation where I'm having to come in with commentary in order to wait for the buffing to fix. So far, it hasn't fixed. I had to actually close out the uh, the um, uh, the uh, platform. Uh, for Dr. Boyce Watkins, and then reopen it and start it from where I left off at. Now, I done done that through every um, part of the of this episode where you hear me interrupting and coming in on uh, with my personal commentary because it starts buffing, and uh, I don't want any uh, unfilled airspace while I'm trying to wait for it to come back in. So YouTube is up to their usual tricks. And then you, if y'all don't know uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, I ask you to uh, go and support and check out his channel. But they had suspended him for a while simply because uh, he's a, a supporter of uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. And he uh, broadcasted uh, a portion, not the whole thing, ladies and gentlemen, just a portion of uh, of uh, um a speech from uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan and they gave him a ding for it and suspended him for like a week where he wasn't able to come out with any commentary. So they're doing the same thing right now. Whenever you come out, ladies and gentlemen, with something that's crucial to uh, black America and what, and when you're coming out with something that they don't want revealed, this is the type of things that happen to you. They interrupt the show even when I was watching it live, ladies and gentlemen, it was fuzzy. Uh, uh, the audio kept going out, coming in, going out, coming in. So now, while I'm trying to play this rebroadcast for you, uh, I want you to know that the screen is 100% black. And the only thing that I'm getting is audio. And every time you see me jump in and give commentary, that's because the audio goes out and it starts to buff. So I just wanted to put that in there, and I just want you all to know that's the reason why you're getting uh, broken up segments of uh, this what's supposed to be a rebroadcast. But anyway, I'm going. I'm I'm going to get back on point now. You know, I digress from what I was talking about, but I thought it was very important that you understand that, and you know that YouTube is owned by Google, so you know what the deal is. So that's the reason why he's being a. Uh, uh, He's being buffing. And like I say, I can't even see him. Now, this is an audio video um, presentation on Dr. Boyce Watkins TV. And only the audio is playing. You can't see him at all. So this is the type of games that uh, YouTube play. That's the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, I do my podcast on Anchor. I don't have these issues with Anchor. No matter what I talk about and how I talk about it, that's why when people ask me, hey, Ted, why don't you do a YouTube channel? No, thank you. I'm staying far away from there. No, I don't get the same type of uh, monetization that people on YouTube get where they make a, a, a decent a living and, and they're able to uh, keep up with new equipment and this and that because they are monetized to the point where they, they're making money, where there's no monetization here on uh, Chilling with Teddy G except for the donations that are uh, given to me by viewers or listeners like you. But anyway, the USA Today goes on to say that the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court heard conflicting arguments at a virtual hearing on Tuesday about whether Bill Coffey was fairly uh, 
uh, uh, convicted of uh, uh, sex crimes in uh, 2018, but many of the of the seven uh, justices seemed doubtful of the prosecution's assertions. The high court heard oral arguments from Bills Cosby appeal lawyer Jennifer um, Bojean and from the two prosecutors from the office of the district attorney, Kevin Steeles of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, about whether Cosby's 2018 trial was flawed by evidence and testimony that should have been excluded and thus should be thrown out. And we all know that was the case. Anybody that watched the case, and I'm sure everybody did, because like I told you, uh, America <clears throat> loved Bill Cosby. And uh, we, and anybody who saw that trial know that they didn't have one lick, one iota, not one ounce of evidence against that man. Now, I, I want to continue to read this and, and, and give you more, but I'm going to see. It says it stopped Buffy. I want to see if we can get back into uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins TV. Not that stupid either. I'm sorry. I love you, Mr. Cosby. You're welcome to come on my show. I think that the good outweighs the bad. I think that Cosby is a very wise older man who could bring a lot of wisdom to the platform. I would love to bring him in once he's released or even before he's released because I think that Cosby has a net benefit to the black community. And that's why black people, black folks hold on to him. Black people know smart black people, intelligent black people. That's who I talk to. I don't really talk to the dumbasses. Intelligent black people know that despite the many flaws, that Cosby has, uh, and they and we can identify those flaws that that we that there are more that there are more good things about him than bad, and that he is a person who has a had a net benefit on the black community in a multitude of ways. Now you know it's so because here's the deal: if you if you can forgive Joe Biden for incarcerating hundreds of thousands of black men, why can't you forgive Bill Cosby? Why can't you? I mean, Joe Biden did nothing for black people. And Joe Biden, Cosby, you, you can say what you want about Cosby, but you can't say he never did anything for black people. You can't say that. Give me a yes or no if you understand what I'm saying here. Give me a yes or no. Right. And I, now I'm interrupting in myself because I do want to comment on that. Now, this question that he's posing to you, why can't you forgive by Cosby, is directed specifically toward um, uh, uh, black Native Americans. Okay? Black Americans, whatever you consider yourself to be if you have melanated skin. This question is definitely posed to you guys because we want to know how can you successfully vote a white supremacist into the White House for the second time because uh, um, uh, President 45 ain't no better. So y'all, you, 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 you vote President 45 in with y'all help, because I'm sure uh, President Forty had had a, a large number of Mazungus to vote for him as well. But then, okay, now you want him out of the office. We don't have a good running mate to go along with him. We have uh, Jim Crow Joe. But y'all can forgive him for what he did and vote him, successfully vote him into office. But y'all got an issue with uh, a Bill Cosby. And hoping and praying and supporting him through his uh, appeal process, and you should have been doing the same thing when he was uh, first on trial. I didn't. I didn't see no whole lot of people out there uh, uh, marching and, and and picketing and doing all the things that I felt should have been done because this man got an unfair trial. Now, whether I believe in the fact that he did what he did is neither here or there. 
the fact still remains the man did not get a fair trial. And uh, remember, that's the same thing they tried to do with um, O.J. Simpson. They fabricated all type of evidence, but he, uh, Bill Cosby, didn't have a, um, a, 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 a Cochrane. You know, maybe if Cochran hadn't been alive, maybe Bill Cosby probably would have escaped the same injustice that got him locked up. Let's get back to Dr. Boyce Watkins. At least hear my argument. You can, Joe Biden, 47 years set up in Congress. I can't think of nothing heavy that he did for black folks. Nothing, seriously. I mean, maybe he's your like your white Jesus now or something. Like you think he's gonna save you from Donald Trump and COVID or whatever. But but Joe Biden's done nothing except incarcerate black. His his landmark achievement was how many Negroes he sent to the gulags, and many of those black people are still in prison right now. Just in case you're wondering, at least with Cosby, you could say, well, yeah, the man did give twenty million dollars to Spellman back in the 1980s. Even though Spellman doesn't seem appreciative right now, um, uh, yeah, well, yeah, the man did actually do the Cosby Show, and he used his massive platform to uh, support HBCUs, unlike any other celebrity uh, at that time. Yeah, he did do that. He did that. Uh, yeah, he did make you know the Fat Albert Show, and he designed it for little kids like you and I when we were little, so that we would actually have a positive message on Saturday morning and something that encouraged us to to, to be good and listen to our mothers and, and 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 go to school every day, right? He did. He did do that. He could have. He could have done something ratchet but instead he taught us how to make ourselves better so maybe in his own weird little way cosby was uh, a, a very annoying a, a really annoying version of of that old grandfather who loves the shit out of you but he just loves you in a way that gets on your damn nerves right so i think that there's room for cosby in the black community and what i was really pleased to hear was i was very pleased to see that bill cosby there we go again ladies and gentlemen see that's what i'm talking about so maybe in his own weird little way, Cosby was uh, a, a very annoying, a, a really annoying version of, of that old grandfather who loves the shit out of you, but he just loves you in a way that gets on your damn nerves, right? So I think that there's room for Cosby in the black community. And what I was really pleased to hear was I was very pleased to see that Bill Cosby, um, that, that Cosby was in prison giving mentorship to the young men that are in jail. I think that those men, uh, those are our men. Those are those are our men that are in those prisons, right? And 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 I would I love the idea of those men gathering around uh, an older guy like a Bill Cosby and and, and listening to his advice, <clears throat> excuse me, on how to be how to be a better human being once you get out of prison. You know, maybe he's maybe he shouldn't be giving dating advice. Maybe he shouldn't be or may or unless he's talking about mistakes he made when he was younger. I don't know what was going on in his bedroom, but it seemed like there was some stuff going on I probably wouldn't have agreed with. But I think in general. Cosby is a net positive for the black community, and I don't, uh, I don't appreciate on any level allowing something as misguided and and destructive as the Me Too movement to undermine all of that, to kill all of that, just because uh, you know that he's not a perfect man. Now, um, here's the deal. Do me a favor. Please hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. And uh, also, I mentioned to you guys yesterday some problems that I had on one of my YouTube channels because I actually li I, I simulcasted uh, Louis Farrakhan's uh, uh, national address, and uh, they banned the channel uh, literally six months after the address. 
they came back and, and, and uh, blocked the channel for six weeks, not sorry, for a week, a week. For a week, we can't load anything on the Your Black World channel, but I knew this was coming, so we actually have alternative platforms. So one of our platforms is called blagenough.com, and it's spelled right there on the screen, B-L-A-G-G-E-N-U-F. So make sure you subscribe to Black Enough. There are lots of and we can't see there. the screen uh, right now. Freedom of speech. You can actually put in your zip code and find people that live close to you. And uh, so write that down, Black Enough, B-L-A-G-G-E-N-U-F.com. Also, you can text the word voice to 31996, and that way I can text you when I go live. Just like I tested a lot of you that are now on the Black Boss channel, please right now hit the subscribe button, hit that thumbs up button. Also, hit the notification bell so you'll be notified. The Black Boss channel is for black men, black men only. Black men speak on that channel. This is all about men and manhood. That's it. Fly Nubian Queen is another platform we're involved with that has uh, all women, where, where it's all women speaking all the time. So what we have to do is the men have to support the women. So brothers, uh, go subscribe to FlyNubianQueenTV.com. That's where Vicki Dillard and Jade Arendelle do their thing. And then the, the sisters, go over and support the BlackBossChannel.com because that's where the brothers are speaking. Black men must listen to black women. Black women must listen to black men. That's how we can create a, a strong community, okay? So um, anyway, let's keep going. So uh, one, one thing about Cosby that's really interesting is that right now it looks like the Supreme Court has been listening to his case. And I actually have this article up here from Variety. And I opened it up hesitantly because Variety's published in Hollywood. So I, you never know what Hollywood's going to give you. And uh, basically they're saying that the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Supreme Court uh, was skeptical about five women that were allowed to testify against Cosby based on, you know, his, his character, based on, uh, you know, accusations that were made in the past. And uh, they asked a lot of questions, which leads, has led some people to believe that perhaps they're deeply concerned that the trial was, uh, was, was problematic, that they allowed some evidence that they shouldn't allow, allowed in. And, um, and I'm glad that, that this is happening because, you know, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I, you know, I talked to Judge Joe Brown and some other people and I know some attorneys who are very concerned and just shocked, like absolutely shocked that this case went forward the way that it did. Um, this was a heavily uh, political case. Uh, this, this case was completely politicized to the point where truth and, and rationale did not matter. It was a lot. Here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. I'll read from this uh, uh, article where I left off at. Uh, the court is not expected to issue a ruling for some months. Remember, this is coming from the USA Today. Copy was convicted in April of 2018 on three accounts of aggravated sexual assault of his uh, former friend, uh, Andrea uh, Constein, in 2004 and is serving a three to 10 year sentence in state prison. And you know, uh, Cosby is hope, a high profile uh, 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 case and a uh, well-known individual. It goes on to say that the oral arguments hearing on Cosby Appeal, which was live streamed on YouTube due to the coronavirus pandemic, was uh, narrowly focused on two issues. Was the trial judge's decision to allow other accusers to testify about uh, the alleged uncharged prior uh, bad acts by Cosby so uh, presidential as to deprive him of a fair trial? Now, that's a question that anybody can ask. Of course it was. How are you going to let witnesses come in and testify against something that they didn't witness? And, and how are you going to give a, a character uh, uh, a characterization about an individual that uh, 
you don't know in 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 uh, whether the allegations against him with this other woman is even true. And y'all want to try to be a uh, um, a character witnesses? You know that's the reason why that is totally uh, uh, false, and that's the total reason why he got an unfair trial. Oh, there was a dozens of individuals that you could have brought in there for character witnesses, but as you being a prosecutor and your job is to send him to a jail by any means necessary, this is why this was allowed. This is the reason why this uh, trial was unfair. And, and did another decision, I'm back to the uh, article, by the uh, trial judge uh, deprived of uh, Cosby of his constitutional rights against uh, self-incrimination by allowing testimony about a civil disposition Cosby gave after um, he said he was promised by an earlier, listen, uh, earlier county district attorney that he would not be prosecuted. Was Cosby thus induced to make self-incriminating statements later used against him at the trial. Now, that's what we was talking about earlier when we were saying that he uh, he's not even supposed to be on trial for this. For whatever reason, uh, whether he committed a crime or not, or allegedly committed the crime, uh, there was a, um, a court order and a, and a payment made to her in the millions um, that he, uh, by him making this payment, that there will be no further prosecution against uh, Mr. Cosby. And as you can see, that is not what happened. And I'm going to try to get Dr. Uh, uh, Boyce Watkins back in here. And I know y'all probably saying, well, why are you ha doing that, uh, uh, um, Teddy G, since you're having so much trouble? And I tell you why, because uh, he's a voice and he's a, that should be heard. His commentary, his point of view should be heard. And that's the very reason why we're having so much trouble trying to uh, um, get this, uh, 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 his point of view out there that they don't want him to heard. Uh, YouTube, owned by Google, don't want him to be heard. You just heard him tell you about something that I already told you prior about him being suspended for a week. Okay, even though they're allowing him back on, when he starts uh, speaking the truth about issues about um, Black Native Americans, uh, they don't want this information out there. So they're going to do whatever they can to uh, prevent this information from getting out there. Now, I'm sorry that I got to continue to talk about this, even though I am really trying to get y'all to uh, 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 all this uh, pertinent information about this uh, uh, appeals for Bill Cosby. But this is a point, ladies and gentlemen, that must be known, just like the information that I'm trying to give you about Bill Cosby. Because this is another uh, issue where Mazungu people these white supremacists try to keep uh, pertinent information out of your hands, out of your minds. They don't want you to support Bill Cosby. They don't want you to hear the opinions and views from uh, Dr. Uh, Boyce Watkins. This is the reason why for years and years, um, Dr. Claude Anderson and everybody know who he, who he is. He's got out several books more than several books.
And one of the main ones is a uh, 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 powernomics. Why his voice wasn't heard, and why a lot of uh, Black Americans or Native Americans uh, never heard from him, didn't even know who he was in the position that he had held in the uh, uh, presidential administrations that he worked in. This is a, this is a prime example of what I'm talking about. I have to spend half of this particular episode showing you and telling you about uh, the truth when it comes to white nationalism, white supremacy, uh, what they will do and what they won't do and how far that they'll go to uh, keep y'all in the dark. Well, I'm going to keep trying to bring you to the light and I hope that y'all have the uh, fortitude to stay to the end of this episode so you can get all of this uh, pertinent information. But I'm going to try to get back to uh, Dr. Voice Walkers again and see if we can get him to uh, come up again. As, you know, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I, you know, I talked to Judge Joe Brown and some other people, and I know some attorneys who are very concerned and just shocked, like absolutely shocked that this case went forward the way that it did. Um, this was a heavily... Uh, political case. Uh, this this case was completely politicized to the point where truth and, and rationale did not matter. It was a lot like some of what you see happening in countries like Russia, where Vladimir Putin will just decide that he wants all his political enemies to go to prison and they find something, some reason to send them to prison. That's that's how targeted I believe Cosby was. Um, there, it's, it's hard for me to imagine any lawyer who went to uh, any law school, you know, that, that didn't print their degrees on the back of a cereal box to actually look at this case and say, oh, yeah, this was the way it's supposed to be done. This was done correctly. Uh, this was, the, you know, this respected judicial sovereignty. It wasn't affected by public opinion. I think that's absolute nonsense. Um, I think that what could save Cosby, in my opinion, is the fact that this Me Too movement, which really became a vendetta against black men, that's what it became morphed into. Everything ends up going back to blaming black men, blame back black men. We don't win the election, blame black men. Uh, we, you know, we, we're, we're, white women are mad, blame black men. Black women are mad, blame black men. Everything, it's all about blaming the black men, right? So the Me Too movement morphed into this thing where uh, where every Becky in America could get on the, the, the Internet and scream about something that allegedly happened 25 years ago and people were going to believe her just because she's a woman. Well, one of the things that people forgot is that women lie just like men do. Men and women can both lie. Men and women can both misinterpret situations or misrepresent the truth. Uh, men and women both have their own uh, vendettas. Right. And so um, so what's been what's occurred is uh, it, we, we got to this point where it just became a big mess. Even Joe Biden got caught in the Me Too movement because Joe Biden was one of the first people to run around speaking that nonsense about believing women no matter what they say. Well, guess what? Joe Biden then tries to run for president and he's got this lady that they're conveniently ignoring. They've been ignoring this lady, but this lady has been saying for years, Joe Biden raped me. Does anybody know about that? Give me a yes or no if you know about the lady who's been going through, trying to get the media to cover her story. And Joe, she's, she's accused Joe Biden of some really inappropriate behavior. And and But yet, uh, all the people that were so down for the Me Too movement just three years ago are saying nothing about it, right? And they're saying nothing about it because now it's 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 an inconvenient truth. So and and knowing that, I have to say I didn't know about that. But see, that's what the uh, that's what media does. They they hide the truth, ladies and gentlemen, from you. And this whole thing with this a uh, 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 Me Too movement is a, a bunch of hogwash. 
All, all, all it is to me, ladies and gentlemen, is, is a tool and an instrument that they're using to lock up black men. And the allegations don't have to be true, as we see here with uh, uh, Bill Cosby. Locked up with totally no uh, evidence whatsoever. And it goes on to say in this article that I was reading earlier that uh, Bo Jean argued uh, that allowing five other women, listen to this, by allowing five other women to testify to alleged acts by Cosby uh, dating back decades forced Cosby to defend, you know, himself in five mini trials, basically, uh, while providing no useful probative information as required by law. She said that a defendant in an American a criminal court must be tried for what he did and not for uh, who he is. But prosecutors made no secret they intended to present Cosby to the jury as a defendant who had a uh, propensity for drugging and raping women. You see where I'm going with that? You see what you see where even USA Today is going with that, what they're telling you. You you using these women as character with witnesses to diminish Cosby's credibility when they that's not um credible information either. Those are alleged uh, allegations that we don't even know whether they took um even happened. We don't know if they happened. It goes on to say that none of the prior bad acts testimony uh, served as a legitimate, non uh, propensity, a purpose. As she said, a trial on a single offense was converted into a trial on his character. There you, and that's what they convicted him on. They didn't convict him on the fact that uh, he did what she allegedly said. They convicted him on that we think that your character uh, is good enough to get you off the streets, to lock you up. That's basically what they're telling you. And it goes on to say that uh, uh, Judge uh, Justice uh, Matt Bear said uh, um, he tend to agree that such evidence could be extraordinarily prejudicial and wonder how many such witnesses are too many and how old is too old. That was all of them. Five was too many because that's how many they had. And too old, all of them was too old because they all was over 40 years old. I mean, the, 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 the characterization that they gave about him were all over 40 years old. They hadn't seen the man and didn't know him since these alleged prior incidents. So that's what that goes to uh, uh, demonstrate. Uh, and it goes on to say that uh, when identity is not in dispute, such uh, evidence registered with the jury as a propensity, excuse me, uh, propensity evidence, Donahue said, the prosecution is asking the court to uh, sanction uh, propensity evidence. 
other uh, justices, including uh, uh, Chief Justice Sam Taylor, later quizzed the uh, Deputy District Attorney Andrena uh, uh, Chappie on why prosecutors even needed prior bad act witnesses if they already had constants and other witnesses to testify. Jappy said prosecutors needed to uh, collaborate Constance's testimony that she did not consent to being drugged or molested by Cosby. Uh, Jaspi uh, cited multiple cases in Pennsylvania where courts allowed such testimony in cases involving different kinds of serious crimes, arguing that such evidence is necessary to demonstrate a pattern of behavior by a defendant. But several justices raised questions about whether the details of the other accuser's story matched that well with Constantine's story. And we know that they didn't. They, they, they gave uh, stories about supposedly what happened to them, and none of them were um, directly uh, involved with what Constantine tried to uh, say what allegedly happened between uh, uh, Bill and her. So that's why the judges is uh, uh, um, against this. It seems like a lot of them are against it. So hopefully he gets released out of prison without a new trial. Without them, you know, trying to retrial him. And if that's the case, and if it does happen, God knows that they're probably going to try to uh, trial him on something else uh, close to the conviction that they gave now. But as far as I'm concerned, ladies and gentlemen, they don't need that. If they want to lock your black butt up, they're going to find a way to do it. Like they did the first time. Now, whether they're going to let him out or not, I mean, that's, uh, we, we, I guess we it's going to take time for us to see whether that be the case or not. But, uh, you know, so just so they can say that, uh, 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 he was uh, uh, released, but he already did uh, quite a bit of time with no evidence whatsoever. You know, uh, so, you know, like I say, if they want you, they're going to get you. And they're going to fabricate evidence if they have to do that. That's obvious. All right, before I go on with more of that, let's see if we can get back to uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. Uh, a convenient lie almost always exceeds the value of an inconvenient truth when you're talking about a politicized environment. So this politicized environment of the Me Too movement, I felt had a stronger momentum when Cosby first went up on trial. When Cosby mm. first went on trial, Me Too was, was going full throttle. They were believing any nonsense that came out of anybody's mouth, any crazy accusation. People were manipulating this. Uh, Gloria Allred's daughter, I forgot her name. Uh, uh, Gloria Allred's daughter, what's her name? Uh, forgot her name. But Gloria Allred, uh, who's kind of like the Al Sharpton for white women, uh, Gloria Allred, who's ma who makes millions of dollars accusing men of things and then telling them, hey, pay me money and then I'll make the accusation go away. Uh, her daughter, Bloom, Lisa Bloom, that's her name. Lisa Bloom uh, actually got busted. The New York Times wrote an article about it where she actually wrote a memo to Harvey Weinstein's people and told Harvey Weinstein's people, look, I know how these women are. Um, I know that how sh shaky their stories are. 
if you uh, if you shake them up or ask them too many questions, they'll they'll buckle and fold. And next thing you know, we could take them down. And Lisa Bloom said, "Look, I I work for the enemy. I work for these women when they're making these accusations. So if you pay me enough, I'll come work for you, and we can work together to go and attack and assault and, 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 and go after the character of these women." Right? She literally wrote that memo, and the memo got released, and it became kind of a big deal. So what it really says to me, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying, and I hope I can I can be honest without anybody getting too offended. Sometimes my honesty uh, offends people, and I, I can't help it. I, I can't. You know, I'm sorry. You know, honestly, deep down, to tell you the truth, sometimes I when I'm telling my truth, it's like fuck your feelings. Like I can't, I can't, I can't tell things that are going to fit with what you believe your narrative needs to be. I can only share the narrative that I'm seeing, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm probably exceedingly logical to the point where I get in trouble. Sometimes Alicia gets mad at me because I call it exactly the way I see it, and I'm not worried about um, trying to just fit a, you know some nonsense into somebody else's BS. So, so here's the deal. So there we go again, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll go back to the uh, USA Today when uh, Jaspi said uh, they needed. The other accused of testimony because prosecutors knew Bill Cosby's legal team would relentlessly and cruelly attack Constance, uh, uh, Constance at the uh, trial. Taylor said uh, her response was off the subject of his question, cut her off, and moved on to the issues of the disposition. On that, uh, uh, Bajin said it should never have been allowed at the trial because Cosby's uh, relied on the previous district attorney's promise not to prosecute if he agreed to sit for a disposition in 2006 and not invoke his Fifth Amendment rights in a civil suit uh, Constance filed against him. The fact that he sat for a uh, disposition for four days led uh, leads to a responsible uh, uh, interference that he believed he had to do uh, this in order to not to be prosecuted. This was the agreement, and he complied with it on the advice of his then legal team, um, Bob uh, Bojim said. So he did something that, that he was promised that if he did it, he wouldn't be prosecuted. And as we can see, that turned out to be a lie. And it goes on to say that the uh, uh, deputy district attorney, uh, Robert uh, Fallen, who argued the disposition issue before the uh, court, said there is no writing record of this promise Cosby received from a prosecutor's uh, district uh, attorney, only a press release. Cosby's lawyer at the time is now dead. But Fallon said the uh, same press release also said that the prosecutor reserved the right to reconsider a prosecution of Cosby on Constance's accusation if new evidence was discovered. And no new evidence, as far as I'm concerned, was uh, discovered. Prosecutors never just said they will uh, never prosecute just for the sake of uh, a co cooperation in a civil case. Why not? It's been done before. So who's lying now? We have many cases that were uh, um, not prosecuted, period, because of some type of, of, of out-of-court settlement. 
and agreements were, were reached to where people wasn't prosecuted. Michael Jackson is a dead witness to that. I wish I could say he was a living witness to that, but he was a, he's a dead witness to that. And then they even what? Went after him after his demise. This goes to show you how much BS play into these issues when it comes to melanated men. Your narrative needs to be, I can only share the narrative that I'm seeing, and I'm, 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 I'm probably exceedingly logical to the point where I get in trouble. Sometimes Alicia gets mad at me because I call it exactly the way I see it, and I'm not worried about um, trying to just fit a, you know, some nonsense into somebody else's BS. Share the narrative that I'm seeing, and I'm, 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 I'm probably exceedingly logical to the point where I get in trouble. Sometimes Alicia gets mad at me because I call it exactly the way I see it, and I'm not worried about... Um, trying to just fit, uh, you know, some nonsense into somebody else's BS. So, so here's the deal. So, effectively, with this whole Me Too environment, it's it's a political game, and Cosby's trial was right in the middle of that political game. Cosby was the big fish. He was the big black fish. Um, there's nothing more um, rewarding for a bunch of angry, malicious, racist white people who already hate black men anyway, than for them to go and take down a rich uppity Negro. Like there's nothing more rewarding for them than to see a guy like a Bill Cosby, who my God, he was named father, TV fought the best TV dad of all time, right? Go after a Bill Cosby, who not only exemplifies something great and, and, and extraordinary for black people, right? He's, he's, he's the big black buck that, that every, all the slaves on the plantation are looking up to. So the way you control the slaves is you take down the strongest black man uh, and, and you do it in public to remind them that whiteness is, is, is superior, right? That white supremacy reigns supreme, right? And, uh, and then also you're, you're fulfilling your own uh, desire to find a scapegoat for your anger, similar to what the Nazis did to the Jews, right? So you blame the black man for all your problems, and the black man is seen as the ultimate predator. The black man is seen as the scariest enemy that you have, so you take down the black man, and, and, and it gives you this sense of satisfaction. It, create, it, it fulfills your thirst for blood. That's what the Me Too movement became. I don't know how it started, but that's, that's what it became, right? And then the last piece, here's the last piece. Don't forget this. This is really important. Money. This man's sitting on hundreds of millions of dollars. So uh, when you're talking about the Gloria Allreds, uh, they're trying to get paid. They're trying to make money, right? So they don't care if the accusations are true or not. They, they understand the game. They're like, look, in politics, truth does not matter anymore. It's all about creating a narrative. So they're like, so they will literally take any case, anybody that comes to them and that says, oh my gosh, this man did something to me back in 1992. They won't investigate. They won't go find out if it's true or not because truth doesn't matter anymore. What matters is the story. What matters is the narrative. And, and, and if there's anybody on this planet where it's easiest to create a story with, it's the black man. It's the black man. You can tell any story about. You can say that black man. He grew. He grew a tail in, his, in the back of his ass, and he flew like a monkey in the sky to my house, and he went down my chimney and stole my children and the Christmas tree, and uh, he peed on my carpet. And people will believe that whole story. They won't need no facts. They don't need any evidence. They don't need no pictures. They don't need any eyewitnesses. They will believe it, especially if a white woman tells the story and she tells it in a convincing way. That's it. A white Becky with golden Becky tears sitting on the stand saying that black man did something terrible to me is. Now you tell me that ain't the truth. A white woman tells the story and she tells it in a convincing way. That's it. 
a white Becky with golden Becky tears sitting on the stand saying that black man did something terrible to me is literally the most powerful, most lethal weapon in America. Right? That, that literally is a type of kryptonite because every, you know, going all the way, but this goes back hundreds of years, hundreds of years. That's why so many black men have been incarcerated or killed because a white woman who was craving the big black man's penis uh, got with the black man, and then the white man found out. Next thing you know, she's saying, oh, he, he raped me. Right? Right? I, I'm not making fun of that. I'm not making, just so you know, I'm going to make this clear. I'm not making fun of anybody who's been a legitimate victim of sexual assault. I'm not saying, I'm not in any way minimizing that. What I'm talking about are the liars. What I'm talking about are the predators. What I'm talking about are the gold diggers. I'm talking about the people that literally see what's going down and they're slick enough to say, if I just tell a story, if I find somebody I'm mad at, if I find an ex-boyfriend who, who did me dirty, I can just go tell a story. No one will verify that story and I can go get paid. And I need money for the rent anyway, so let me go ahead and handle this. I need some money, you know. Some some of the and then let's be, just be clear. This is just me being raw right now. Um, some of the, the the some of the individuals that made accusations with Cosby many years ago, a lot of them had a drug problem, a drug problem. So so what I'm just trying to say is that maybe we need to separate fact from fiction here. Maybe we need to understand that sometimes people jump on bandwagons, especially if you are a drug addict who's who's um who's uh, desperate for money. You see that, okay, this big fish, everybody's getting a piece of this big fish, this big Bill Cosby fish. They're writing million-dollar checks like it ain't nothing. Let me just go ahead and tell my little story so I can get in there and get me a piece of that piece of that money, right? Now, this is all without saying, though, that Cosby's a, a perfect guy. I, I don't think he is. I, I, don't, I do not believe for one second that Cosby's 100% innocent. I know people get mad at me for saying that, but I don't. I don't believe he's 100% innocent. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the man made some mistakes, but here's what I go back to. Here's what I go back to. Now, before he go back there, the only reason why I'm going to disagree with that particular statement that he don't believe that uh, Cosby is in it, I'm going to go back to exactly what we're talking about. Dr. Boyce Watkins, you don't have any more proof than that court had when they convicted him of that crime. You want to say that you don't believe he's innocent, but you don't have any proof that he's guilty. So I'm going to uh, just say, for the sake of uh, uh, who I am and what I believe in, and I believe in my people, if, if you haven't presented any evidence, then I'm sorry. He's innocent. You can't say on one side that you support him, but yet you're going to say you don't believe him. I just wanted to get that out there. I got a lot of, I got mad love for uh, um, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Boyce Watkins, just like I do for Bill Cosby. But just because somebody makes an allegation about you doesn't mean it's true. That's all I'm saying. Now, I don't know what your um, particular and personal reasons why you you want to say that he's a, uh, that you don't believe that he's totally innocent. That's that's on you. That's between you and God. All I'm saying is you sound like the very individuals that you're talking against right now. They have no proof that this man committed any crimes, and neither do you. I just had to get that out there. Innocent till proven guilty. That's it. 
the rules don't change. They don't change. He is. I, I don't. I do not believe for one second that Cosby's one hundred percent innocent. I know people get mad at me for saying that, but I don't. I don't believe he's one hundred percent innocent. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the man made some mistakes. But here's but that's not proof. Making mistakes or you believe that he's made mistakes, that's not proof. That's absolutely no proof of nothing. Even though we know that we all in our lives have made mistakes. I've got some mistakes that I've made. I've even got some that I'm, I will admit, but I am embarrassed to admit. But yet still, the fact remains, they were mistakes. And if you're going to call them mistakes, then that, uh, th that again does not say that the man is guilty of what he was convicted of or the allegations that was made against him. Go back to. Here's what I go back to. Innocent till proven guilty. That's it. The rules don't change just because you in your heart of hearts just know that this man must be guilty. You Because you know the Negro did something to somebody, we're just going to lock him up anyway. No, that's not that's not how your system's supposed to work. Your system's supposed to work that uh, in a way that says that a person is innocent till proven guilty. Cosby, as angry as it might make you, as much as you might think he's the dirtiest son of a bitch to ever walk the face of the earth, you never proved that man to be guilty of anything. What you did was you went and you got an 80-something-year-old man. Long after, I mean, his stuff probably don't even work no more. He ain't no threat to society. The man gets blind in one eye. Let the man sit at home and die next to his wife. Shit, what the fuck is wrong with you people that you really feel like you got to go lock up an 80-something-year-old man because... Because somebody claims that he allegedly grabbed a titty in 2004 that he paid $3 million for, for something that allegedly happened, and there's no proof at all. I'm sorry. That, that to me, really reflects um, the nastiness and the vindictiveness of our society. It, it really shows you the depths uh, of white supremacy. It shows you that they care nothing about you. Uh, they, they, you know, it, it shows just how terrible they can be. They, they literally are wishing death on this man. Oh, you know, and, and I, I think that that's, um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's revealing. I'm not even gonna say it's terrible or criminal or whatever, because y'all know what it is, right? You've seen this, right? Uh, and I think Cosby being made an example is something we should all pay attention to because that can, that definitely can happen to your son. That definitely, in fact, that's happening to a lot of people's sons right now. Um, one of the reasons, if you want to know why I refused to support Joe Biden in the last election, I didn't support Trump either. I, I voted um, uh, libertarian. Uh, but the reason I didn't support him is because I know people that have gone to prison. I know what happens in prison. I know about guys that had to go to prison just because they couldn't afford to pay a lawyer. Right. I know that uh, prisons are still the only place in America where slavery is legal. Y'all know that the 13th Amendment has the exemption that says if you are convicted of a crime, then you can become a slave. And 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 a big, I think 90-something percent of these cases get played out. These are not cases where these individuals received a fair trial, where they dug out and dug around to find all the evidence to make sure that they were getting the right guy. No, this is where they were bagging up Negroes by the pound and taking them all off to the gulags and, and where they're going to be poisoned and, you know, and beaten and, and raped and all kinds of terrible things. So if you expect me to have sympathy for those, you know, again, with the Me Too movement, the hard part about talking about the Me Too movement is because uh, you have to have a heart for those who are legitimate victims of, 
of any form of sexual assault. But how can I have sympathy for victims of sexual assault uh, in the Me Too movement if you have no sympathy for victims of sexual assault that are black men who were sent to prison? How can I have empathy for what you're going through when you have no empathy for what I'm going through? How can I uh, expect, how can you expect me to forgive Joe Biden for what he did when you can't forgive a Bill Cosby for what he allegedly did? And there's no proof, by the way. This, this has not been proven in the court of law. No police reports were filed, right? So so I, what I'm saying is at the end of the day, um, I, I can't think of any logical reason anybody could make a precise argument to explain why Cosby should be in jail. Every argument that allegedly justifies the incarceration of Bill Cosby is built on emotion, it's built on bias, it's built on political disposition. That's all you have. And unfortunately, in America, according to the book, you cannot incarcerate people just because you think that they're a bad person. There must be evidence exactly. in jail. Every argument that allegedly justifies the incarceration of Bill Cosby is built on emotion, it's built on bias, it's built on political disposition. That's all you have. And unfortunately, in America, according to the book, you cannot incarcerate people just because you think that they're a bad person. There must be evidence and proof. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you follow what I'm saying? Now, I know that I probably said some stuff that pissed some people off. And, uh, and all I can really say is, fuck you. If, if you're mad, then, it's, you know, if, you can't, if you're mad and you can't tolerate a difference of opinion, then, then please go. I don't want you to come back ever again. Do not come to my platform. Go follow one of these air, airhead Negroes that are going to tell you what you want to hear. Uh, if, now, if you do disagree and you're open to other points of view, I hope you'll consider my point of view. I'll consider yours, right? That's what we do. We have freedom of speech, free exchange of ideas. And those of you who agree with me, I want to embolden you and empower you to, to I want to confirm to you that if you think that what you're seeing is bullshit, then it's because it's bullshit. It's absolute nonsense. It's absolutely stupid. Bill Cosby should not be in prison right now. And I hope they let him out. And if anybody knows Cosby and, and, and he sees this video or you see this video, tell him that despite the fact that I have told the truth of my position on Cosby all the way across the board, he is welcome to come in this platform because I think that we need our Bill Cosby's in, in our society, especially when they're in OG status, where they can help some of these young, young men, some of these weak-ass, broke-ass, Wimpy ass, pussy ass, young black men. Some of these little, little girl, little, little boys, boys that think they're girl type men uh, that are not defending black women, that are not standing up for the community, that have no ambition. They need to hear from strong black men so they can teach them what black men look like before integration. I think that what we need to do is we need a renaissance of the black man in America. This is me being a little bit hard on the men. I think that in general, as a community, we as black men have to just ex you know commit ourselves to the fact that we're not going to spend as much time whining as we spend winning. We must get out here and fight more than we sit back and simp and, and cry and lay down and, and, and talk about how hard the world is and all this other stuff. Uh, spend less time getting people to like you than you spend making people respect you. I saw a video today. I kid you not. I watched this um, commercial and I don't know who did this commercial. I think it was for Beats by Dre Headphones. You can look it up if you want to. And the, the whole commercial starts with a black man saying, saying you you love my music but do you love me you you like my culture but do you care about me you you, you like my black skin and you think that i'm i'm hip and live but do you care about me and i'm just sitting here watching this and i'm like this is the biggest crock of shit i've ever seen in my life we 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 we, we lose so often as a community because so many of our men are not prepared for warfare 
Who gives a flying fuck if they like you? Why the hell? Denzel Washington gave a great speech on this in the movie Fences, where his son goes up and he says, he says, Daddy, Daddy, do, do you like me? And he, and he says, he says, boy, it does not matter if I like you. Why do you care if I like you? Don't go through life worrying about whether or not somebody likes you. You need to go through, make sure that they do right by you, that you get what's yours. They ain't going to like you. Stop looking for love in all the wrong places. What? what a, well, this is what I'm going to say about that because it's buffing again. As y'all noticed, it's been going in and out, and I've been uh, restarting it. And I'm, uh, I told you about the uh, explicit language that uh, Dr. Voice Watkins used. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is a real doctor. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he does have a PhD, but he tells it like it is. And as I told you before about Chilling with Teddy G, this is an unfiltered show. The way we get it is the way we serve it. So if this stuff bothers you, I'm going to tell you like Dr. Watson said, please go to a uh, another channel. Uh, although um, a lot of my content does not have this type of language, especially the uh, the F-bombs, personally myself, I don't drop them. I, I don't use that type of language because I believe that I'm intelligent enough to articulate my thoughts without that type of language. And I'm sure he is too. There's no doubt about that in my mind about him. But again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he makes a, a, a valid point about what he's saying. And uh, I'm going to get him on again, and uh, we're going to continue. Daddy, do, do you like me? And he, and he says, he says, boy, it does not matter if I like you. Why do you care if I like you? Don't go through life worrying about whether or not somebody likes you. You need to go through, make sure that they do right by you, that you get what's yours. They ain't going to like you. Stop looking for love in all the wrong places. What, what, what is going on? What is going on? You, you, we, we done turned some of our men into little cabbage patch kids. Seriously, what? I need you to like me. If you love me. You, you know what's going to happen if you go up to somebody, if you go up to your enemy, and you go up to your adversary, you go up to your opponent, and you say, do you like me? You like it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I like you, little tyrant. Uh, and I'm going to tell you something else, too, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly what uh, Mazungu Americans want. That's what white supremacists want. They want you all uh, like a cake. We want you soft. We want you moist. You know, we, we want to treat you like a damp basement. We want you damp, full of condensation. You know, we want you wet. We don't want you to be uh, strong. We want you to be weak. We want you to be docile. So... This is the point that, that he's making and that I, I agree with. No, I, I didn't raise my kids that way. Not even my my, my girls. Uh-uh. Don't come in here with all that uh, rain. Don't come in here with all that, that, that sleet and snow. If you want to come in here with some weather, I want you to come in here with some thunder. Some lightning. Shock the world. That's what I need. Gonna pat you on the head like a little boy, and then he's gonna rob your ass, <laughs> and then he's gonna he's, he's gonna take your woman, he's gonna take your money, 
He's going to take your property and he's going to feed you. He's going to blow smoke up your butt to make you feel good about yourself because you don't have the self-esteem that you should have got from your parents. And he's going to take everything you've got that actually matters. He's going to take every ounce of your power because you're sitting there looking for somebody to tell you that they like you. I don't care if they like you. I really don't care if they like me. It does not matter if they like me or not. What matters is at the end of the day that I like myself enough to stand up and fight for what I believe is right. So I'm saying to you, as, as, as black men especially, I'm talking more so to the men and also to the women that are talking to men. If you have sons and things like that, uh, yo, give them love. Like, let them know. Let your son know, baby, I love you to death. But the world don't love you. You're going to have to fight the world. You're going to have to get out here and hustle. You're going to have to go out here and grind. You have to know they're going to fight dirty. They're going to use dirty tricks against you. They're going to, they're going to always be waiting to catch you slipping. So that means you got to be strong. You got to be careful. That means you got to be thoughtful about alcohol and drugs. That's how they catch the black man slipping. You got to get as much education as you can get because an uneducated person is easily manipulated. Son, you got to save your money and invest your money so you can build up some economic strength so they can't exploit you due to your lack of economic power. Son, you got to be on your toes. You got to have your eyes open. You always got to be looking over your shoulder. You got to have eyes in the back of your head. You must sleep with one eye open because they always coming to get you. And when you get a little something, they're going to be coming to get what you got. Bill Cosby was a black man who was very successful because he was intelligent, because he worked so hard, because he was so talented. But God damn it, they caught him slipping. They had something about those white women and, and the running the streets and getting involved in these situations, hanging out the Playboy Mansion. I'm sorry, no disrespect, Mr. Cosby, but I don't know. It, part of me makes me wonder if you thought you were white. If you thought you could go out here and do what Johnny Carson was doing or do what, you know, what, what Merv Griffin was doing or, or whoever, right? You know, Rock Hudson. I, I don't know. I'm serious. Seriously, it happens. You see these brothers that really get out here and they get comfortable. They start getting real comfortable. And it happens to a lot of athletes. They start thinking like, oh, look at me, dude. Racism's over, dude. I can go do what I want, dude. Let me smoke the joint. Let me get high with you, dude. Right? Next thing you know, when the stuff goes down, they remind you that you are a nigga. They, they remind you that you're black. <laughs> like, oh, well, that's right, O.J. Simpson. You thought, oh, you thought you 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 thought you weren't black anymore. Well, let us let us refresh your memory right now. Let us remind you of how we really see you. And how would you, dude? Right. Next thing you know, when the stuff goes down, they remind you that you are a nigga. They, they remind you that you're black. <laughs> like, oh, that's right, O.J. Simpson. You thought, oh, you thought you 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 thought you weren't black anymore. Well, let us let us refresh your memory right now. Let us remind you of how we really see you, and 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 we're gonna take everything you've got, everything we built you up to be. We will take that out from under you. Everything we've given you, we will strip it right off your body and leave you cold and naked on the street, looking as pathetic as you were when you first arrived at the door. So uh, that's my that's my perspective. I'm a weirdo. I am a I'm an absolute weirdo. I know this. I acknowledge this about me. And uh, the reason I'm a weirdo is because I have sat in a, in rooms by myself and analyzed the world in a vacuum without the interference of things like mainstream media, which feed you a bunch of nonsense that throw you off your game. Um, I uh, grew up. I was born in a world where I know for a fact that America had never wanted me to exist. They wanted my 17 year old mother to abort me before I was born. Uh, they, they they miseducated the hell out of me when I was in public school. I was fed all kinds of stupid media growing up, not knowing who I was. And I've also seen all kinds of racism and white supremacy at, at, at every single turn. <clears throat> One conclusion I came to 
is that uh, it, it actually goes back to um, there's a Spice One song from a long time ago. I'm gonna get real ratchet on you, but the, the chorus of this song uh, it was in the movie. Um, anybody remember that movie? Uh, what was it? Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. And remember the chorus. Spice One had a great song, and it was it, the chorus was. If them niggas catch you slipping, then your ass is gone. Remember that? Anybody remember that song? And some of y'all, you have to be old school hip hop to know this song. But here's the point. I inter- I, I think about that, that, that chorus because I feel like, you know, the black man doesn't understand that in this world, you are at war. Um, it, you know, in this world, if they catch you slipping, then your ass is gone. You know, uh, you, that means that. You got to keep you got a social distance, you know, that like with social distancing because of Corona. I've always believed that, that black people must socially distance from those who might do them harm. It doesn't mean you have to hate all white people. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you that that the more you are with your own people, I believe the safer you are. Uh, you were taught the opposite, that that integrating with other people is going to make you safer and better off. And it doesn't. It, you're, you're surrounded at that point. Um, and that is 100 percent correct. As I told you, all you know, as a child, I mean. We did social distancing, but it was racial <clears throat> social distancing, and that was the rule. You ain't coming in here talking about you dating no white women. And my sisters, my mother and father would tell them, you ain't coming in here talking about you dating no white man. That just wasn't happening in my household. So <clears throat> I'm agreement with him as far as social distancing. Now, we've been doing that for many years. And uh, But it was we were racially socially distancing ourselves from um from the the hatred i mean the supreme hatred because you can see they got a special type of hatred for uh, uh melanated individuals like us especially wealthy ones like bill cosby for an example oh no we can't we can't have you doing that we can't have you thinking that you uh better than uh, uh mazungo people or uh, just as good. We don't even want you thinking that. Oh, no, we're not having it. We're not having it. Let me show you exactly who you are. That's how they locked him up with absolutely no evidence whatsoever. Also, when you can talk about getting caught slipping, I've always felt as a black man, it was very important for me to always be very alert. That's why I chose to never involve myself with drugs or alcohol, because I saw a lot of guys get killed and go to prison or end up in real bad situations because they got drunk or got high and didn't know what was going on. I had a friend in college who used to drink a lot. He's alcohol to this day. And one night he, he get, he's partying and just hanging out and, and he, he's drinking. He gets he gets pissy drunk. He goes to sleep. He wakes up in the next morning. He finds out that a woman got raped in the other room and the police arrived and the police locked up every single black man in the building, including him. And he was he said, I was drunk asleep. I didn't even know what was going on, but it didn't matter. He, they lumped him in with everybody else. They, they just like the Joe Biden crime bill kind of lumped us all together. Um, I believe that in general, also your economic freedom is extremely important. If you're black, uh, you have to be thinking about money and having consciousness about the, you know, the ownership and control of assets. Not because you're trying to buy a Lamborghini and have a billion dollars in the bank, but because you're trying to be safe and you're trying to avoid slavery. Uh, if you can't provide it's all together. Um, I believe that in general, also your economic freedom is extremely important. If you're black, uh, you have to be thinking about money and having consciousness about the, you know, the ownership and control of assets, not because you're trying to buy a Lamborghini and have a billion dollars in the bank, but because you're trying to be safe. 
And you're trying to avoid slavery. Uh, if you can't provide for your family or you don't have economic intelligence to go acquire assets and to protect what you acquire, then someone's then you're going to have to sell yourself into slavery just to pay your bills. You're going to have to go to a white man and say, Master, I can't pay my bills. I want to sell myself. I want to sell hours of thousands of hours of my life. I'm going to sell my mental and physical health. I'm selling me to you so that I can get by. Right? That's when the job is just over broke right so you ain't gonna prosper on that job you just be you just gonna be able to survive the job will just give you what you need to survive so you sell yourself into slavery because you don't have the resources to provide for yourself so so to me economic freedom and independence was very important to me from a spiritual standpoint um i became much uh more um comfortable with life when I got away from people who were seeking to oppress me. Now, once again, I remind you, I reiterate this to you. This is not uh, coming from a position of hatred toward white people. If you're white and you're watching, I know white people get scared when they hear a black man talk like this because they don't see it very often. But uh, I tell my white friends, like, look, I, I don't hate you. I don't. I just don't want to be your slave. I'm not your bitch. That's it. Just respect me as a man and we good. Like, you know, and, and really most of the time when I see white people now because I, I have have a little bit of money or whatever, usually I'm the boss. So it's like, great, this this integration thing is awesome. If I get to drive the truck, if I get to, if I'm owning the bus, then shit, we can all ride on the bus. But if you own the bus and you're driving the bus, I don't want to be on the damn bus. I'm not getting in the back of your bus. You're going to have to ride in the back of mine. So what I'm so while he's hey, saying that, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to say that uh, that's the same thing that I need to tell y'all about uh, me and it's about my parents. When I was telling you, they was only teaching us that uh, that we can't do that because they knew what we didn't know. Because they never taught us hatred. They never taught us um, uh, racism. But they let us know how it exists and how we can get you into trouble. And these were the reasons why they just simply refused to have us do um, what we wanted to do when it was come to um, uh, socializing in, in that aspect with uh, other people, to put it politely. That's just how it was. In fact, they, they they would they would tell us and teach us that uh, that we're all created equal and that we all uh, <clears throat> are capable of doing uh, the same thing, becoming uh, presidents, becoming judges, becoming doctors, becoming lawyers. You know, being uh, totally uh, self sufficient on yourself. But they let us know the type of world that we was living in, and that these things would be harder for you to accomplish because of the racial barriers that were in place for us, the ones that in place for you. And as you can see now, the, the same ones that still in place uh, today, that's just simply how it is, you know? So it's not, it's not a, uh, a, a, a teaching of, uh, racial hatred, but it's a teaching of, uh, um, social distancing yourselves from anybody that does not have your best interests at heart. That's plain and simple. And and for most melanated individuals, not most, I'm actually, I'm going to say all, whether they accept the truth or not, that's how it is for all of us. That's it. 
What I'm saying is that as black people, I think that those of you that really want freedom, and this is going beyond Bill Cosby, you know me, I start with whatever's going on in the story, but I want to bring it back to you. You got to think about what your freedom looks like for you, and you got to realize that you're always in the middle of war. And the way that they win the war against you, and because if you look at most statistical indicators, black people are not moving forward, black people are actually going backward. The reason they're winning the war against you is because they're convincing you that there is no war in the first place. They're getting you caught up on that little wimpy ass bitch ass commercial I saw from Beach by Dre headphones where they're talking about, you know, do you love me? You like my culture, but do you like me? You you tell me you like my black skin, but do you love me? Right. These are men saying these things. Right. And half of them, you know, half of them look like look like they're going to put on a pink mini skirt afterward. Right. But I'm not going to talk about that because I'm not trying to be anti nothing. But y'all know what I'm talking about with the agenda. And, uh, and because the feminization of the black man, keeping the black man as a woman and as a child is the best way to make sure he's never a threat. Uh, a black man who is aggressive and ambitious, et cetera, who talks like I'm talking right now is seen as a threat. You're, you know, you're, you're seen to be scarier than a criminal. But uh, when, when I see when I saw that uh, commercial at the end, I remember there was a point where they, they made this statement about equality, like like we want equality, equality, equality. Equality is a fantasy. Equality is an illusion. Equality is some bullshit that they made up to distract you, to keep you from fighting for what you really deserve, which is actually power. They're, they're, they, they serve you the equality, and you go chasing the equality, they go chase the power. Again, if you show up to your adversary and you're looking for your adversary to be your friend, he's going to say, yeah, I'll be your friend. Here, have a flower. Here, let me, let me, let me give you a kiss on the cheek. And he's gonna rob your ass blind. And now, since he said that, that's the same reason why I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I would just want to touch on this. That's the same thing. What I'm saying. I said earlier about uh, Jim Crow Joe. I don't know how people are forgetting about what he did and how he did it, and he ain't never made an amends for it. But give me your vote. And I'll even give you a receipt on that. You remember how uh, he said during his presidential campaign that if you don't vote for him, you ain't black? Do y'all remember that? He just said that a few months ago during his presidential campaign. And people dragged him uh, through the mud about it. Well, mostly... uh, um, Republicans who were trying to discredit him so they could try to win the election, but you had a uh, but you had the uh, new black social media and all of the uh, uh, ones that's out here um, dragging him through the uh, fire, which they should have as as I did too on my uh, platform. You know I, I know about his past history. In fact, that's that will be my next episode about. Um, are we trading one racist for another? And I'm going to answer that question for you when I do my episode on that. But that's that's where we are in this world. That's the reason why I I, uh, I support and I listen to uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. That's why I encourage you to, if, 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 as long as you're able to get by the uh, profanity, and it's not like he's not uh, 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 he's uneducated, you know, so we can understand that the reason why he he talks that way is, is definitely not because he can't articulate himself in a manner where he can get his point across without uh, using that. 
No, he does that because that's simply the way that he wants to make his point. That's just, that's just the way that he wanted uh, <clears throat> get y'all to see the significance behind what he's telling you. Because, uh, trust me, if you don't believe me, do the research on it. You'll find out how educated the man is. He's just simply telling you the truth in his voice and in his words. It matters. He's going to take everything that matters. He's going to take your money. He's going to take your woman. He's going to take your property. He's going to take all the stuff that matters. And at the same time, he's going to pat you on your ass and tell you that you're beautiful and, and because, because he has no respect for you. So stop looking for these people to like you and start learning how to compete. Love yourself. Get your you get your love internally. You get your love from your community. You get your love from your mama. You get your love from from yourself, from your family. But when you get out there in the rest of the world, especially for the black man, you need two things to achieve in this world. Two things: balls and brains. That's it. You need your balls so you can have some damn courage, and you need your brains so you have strategy and the ability to figure out how to get to the next level. That's all you need. You leave your heart at home. Leave your heart in your mama's lap or with your woman or with your children, but your balls and your brains are what you need to be successful in this world. Absolutely. Do you get what I'm saying? Give me a yes or no in the chat. Absolutely. You follow what I'm saying. I know I went all over the place with this conversation, but those of y'all know me. Y'all know I'm half crazy, and I own it. I just own it, so I'm not going to apologize for it because be, I'll be lying to you. So hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up button, share and subscribe button. Just so you know, later on the Black Financial Channel, I'm going to go back and talk about what happened on the stock market. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He has another channel where he he talks about stocks. He gives you stock advice, and um, like I told you guys, he's an educated man. But and, and he will uh, touch off subject just like anybody do. You see, I will too. If there's a point that needs to be made, that's off the subject, but yet it's it's an indirect, uh, uh, indirectly connected to it. Ah, then I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to tell you about it. But uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we are with uh, um, Bill Cosby and the uh, article in USA that I was reading earlier. Uh, it says that uh, um, no defendant should rely on a press release for a uh, uh, transsexual immunity. But still, I think, yeah, that's just like saying the, that your word ain't no good. I don't care if you gave me your word in private. I don't care if you gave me your word in the press conference. I don't care. And then that, that's what they're saying. Now, I don't know whether he has some legitimate uh, uh, documentation or uh, a legal document saying the allegations that uh, uh, he's making as far as uh, 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 what he was promised about no prosecution, to me, it don't matter. It's one thing that I can definitely see with this uh, this article was saying, if you read in between the lines, they're telling you that he did have a, an agreement. And I don't care if it was verbal. He had an agreement and they went back on it, which is what they do. Which is exactly what they did. You got to remember, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about people who came over here and stole America. And then went and stole people to build it for them. They stole uh, labor. That's why they had free labor. That's the whole reason why we always getting back into the conversations whenever we start talking about uh, politics or we ever start talking about uh uh, black people, we get back right into um, the the uh, tangibles and the and the reparations and the uh, 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 black agendas that need to be addressed because we're dealing with individuals who uh, 
stole this country and, and, and are running it the, the way that they want to. Foul, deceitful, liars, pedophiles, rapists. This is what America, ladies and gentlemen, was built on. It was built on this. So in other words, that's the reason why they're saying that we're breaking our promise. We don't care how we gave it to you. We're breaking it because that's what we do. It goes on to say that Cosby at 83 was not at the hearing, nor did he have access to it at the uh, state prison near his home in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Uh, His spokesman, Andrew uh, Watt, told the USA Today that Cosby would not be able to see it since he's blind. You see that, ladies and gentlemen? This man is legally blind, and he's 83 years old. So what did they want from um, putting him in jail? They, They wanted his demise, and they wanted his demise to happen quickly, and they didn't want it to happen in the comforts of the luxuries that he had built for him, his wife, and his family. In a statement uh, to USA Today, Cosby called uh, um, Bathajean, you know, which is his lawyer's presentation at the court, beautiful. This was not just an historic day for me, but it became a beacon of hope for those countless American citizens uh, let me, uh, uh, of the uh, Keystone State in uh, Pennsylvania's correctional facility. Facilities. And then I should have said uh, uh, Black America, but that wasn't in the article, but that's really what... Uh, I mean, um, whose constitutional rights may have been uh, grossly abused because they lacked the resources and the means to fight prosecutional corruption. Well, yeah, I mean, you could say that, but you had the money and you're still behind bars. So that goes back to the point that I I made. It don't matter if you got money or not. They, 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 this country is founded on lies and, and, and stealing and treachery and betrayal and slavery and a whole other list of names that I could give you. But in this last paragraph, it goes to say that uh, for Cosby and his legal team, the hearing was crucial as a chance to press for a reversal of his conviction after a second trial. His first trial of the year before ended in a hung jury before the Montgomery uh, County judge, Stephen O'Neill. So whether he gets another trial or not, y'all just said something right there. They wanted him at any cost. You had a hung jury in the first trial and the second trial, they bring in witnesses, uh, not to the crime, but to actually, to me, the nothing that had anything to do with uh, the alleged charges against him. And they used that to help uh, 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 send him away. If the Supreme Court decides the trial was flawed in some uh, serious ways, it could potentially justify reversing his conviction and ordering a new trial. Uh, when the high courts accepted a Cosby appeal in June, it was a major surprise. A, yeah, I'm sure it was for them. Uh, a state appellate court had already turned uh, him down in full, 
with all of his um, many objections, rejected. Of course, because they want to keep him where they got him at. And they're going to do that by all means necessary. That's why they don't want to overturn the conviction and, and set him free. If the conviction is overturned, you hear the language that the uh, uh, USA Today is using for a new trial. Because they want him. You know, especially, let's not forget the fact that they, they locked him up at the very same time. Remember that he was going to buy NBC. He had put a bid in for it, and I, and I believe everything was coming down to the point where um, finalizations was happening, and then boom, you're going to prison. So that killed all of that. Anyway, uh, uh, it goes on to say that uh, uh, most legal observers, including copies, uh Prosecutors expected the same fate for Cosby's appeal at the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court, and it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But the uh, confused state of ruling on the use of prior bad acts testimony in other cases may be one of the reasons that the state's high court accepted Cosby's appeal. The other uh, court, the lower court, should have accepted too, but they didn't want to do that. They want to uh, keep him exactly where they got him at until he dies. As a means of uh, clearing up the question, at, at least in Pennsylvania, about when and what juries can hear about a defendant's alleged past acts. And, and ladies and gentlemen, the point that they, they, you know, that I want to make when they keep talking about that, it's one thing if you have been uh, tried and convicted of uh, charges, right? And then you, uh, then you're out of jail and you're living your life or whatever and whatnot. And then new charges like these charges come on Bill Cosby. I, I can see you using his uh, record, his criminal record. Uh, to, to use as a character to the charges that's against him now. But you can't be, bring in flawed uh, 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 individuals to uh, um, characterize uh, Bill Cosby. This, this ain't no criminal record. These, these, ain't, these ain't factual things. These are all allegations that should not have never uh, came to uh, the light uh, the surface of light uh, for his trial. They shouldn't even have been in the courtroom. But because they had that uh, hung jury and because they're going to do what they want to do, they're going to they gonna cheat, they're going to steal, they're going to rob, they're going to kill to get what they want. Now, I tell you what, that's what America history proves about itself. Y'all ain't got nothing against uh, Bill Cosby. But some allegations of uh, alleged wrongdoing. But y'all ain't got no proof of none. But we got proof about what America is built on, don't we? Including this uh, judicial system that wants to try him again. Really? Anyway, it goes on to say here that uh, such testimony is already a feature of some Me Too 
uh, criminal trials, raising questions at least among criminal defense uh, attorneys about whether expensive use of such testimony violates a defendant's rights to the assumption of innocence. And it does. Plain and simple. That That's what it does. Now, we're just going to have to wait and see whether uh, Bill Cosby is going to get out of this or not. But the article goes on to say that Cosby was found guilty of three counts of aggravated sexual assault of uh, Constance, a former, a former Temple University staffer in 2004 at his home in the suburbs of Pennsylvania. She accused him of drugging her and molesting her when she was incapacitated. Now, let's remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, first of all, that what what she trying to say happened happened years ago. Second of all, so that that should take care of her memory right there. Uh, second of all, if you were drugged, uh, how do you know anything? Because you were drugged. Let's keep that in mind. How are you able to testify to anything if you were allegedly drugged? We know one thing for sure. If you was drugged and with the fact that people get older and their mind doesn't function the same, her testimony alone should not have been enough to convict them, even if they didn't have these other um, so-called character witnesses. That's in my opinion. You know, she accused him of, of drugging her and molesting her when she was uh, incapacitated. Steele, who was elected district attorney in 2015 after a campaign in which he promised uh, to prosecute Bill Cosby in the uh, decade-old case, filed charges against him in December of 2015, just a few weeks before he would have been barred under uh, Pennsylvania's statute of limitations. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. He went out of his way to make sure that happened. He made sure that was going to happen under any circumstances. Cosby's first trial before uh, Judge O'Neill took place in June of 2017 and ended with a mistrial after the jury failed to reach a unanimous verdict. The second trial followed 10 months later with the most significant difference between the number of prior bad act accusers in the first trial. O'Neill allowed only one other accuser to testify in the uh, the second. He allowed five. You see that? That just goes to show you that he wanted this man under any circumstances, and they got him. And hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, that he gets out. <clears throat> hopefully, he he has a uh, new trial. His conviction is overturned. They let him out, and then that he he wins his second trial. Well, who knows, ladies and gentlemen? We knows how who knows how God works. He works in mysterious ways. He may have this conviction overturned just so he can have Bill Cosby go home and uh, and, and uh, with all the ailments that he has, along with being blind be able to pass away at home with his family and, and um, in peace. So anyway, that's where we are. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Chilling with 
Teddy G, I'm so sorry that we had all the issues that we had, but as many times as I tried to uh, uh, fix this uh, 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 buffing and things that we were having with Dr. Boyce Watkins, it just goes to show you how right I am about this, just certain things that they just do not want to uh, let out. They don't want you to hear. Now, if this hadn't been for me being who I am, which is a determined individual, people would have probably gave up on trying to listen to that. So uh, at least I get the opportunity to put this uh, full version out there for you guys to uh, hear. Because I guarantee you, if you go to uh, ScrewTube, because that's what I'm going to start calling them, uh, the same thing is going to happen to you guys. I'd be surprised if it didn't because they don't want this useful information put out there coming from an intelligent black source. Now, they'll let you read just like I was going through uh, uh, some of this article in USA Today over there. They don't mind you um, using lamestream media. In fact, that's what they want you to do. They don't want you to hear the story from a, a, an intelligent a black individual. They want you to go and hear the uh, nonsense from lamestream media. They're hoping on that. Well, they hoping they 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 hope was placed in the wrong uh, 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 place for me, because that's just not me. I'm a determined individual, and I was determined to hear this entire episode. Actually, like I say, I had heard it, but I was determined to let you guys hear this episode under any circumstances. Uh, necessary. When I heard it, like I said, there was some visual problems and there was some um, audio problems, but it never buffed. It never cut off. But right here, like I told you, ladies and gentlemen, there was never no visual uh, video during this entire presentation. And I was uh, streaming this from ScrewTube. So there was never no video. All we, all I got is a, a, a the audio part, which is what I needed because this is an audio program. So I didn't care about the fact that there was no uh, um, there was no video there. And then, like I told you, I had sought prior to be doing it right now. But anyway, guys, I thank you all so much for uh, tuning in to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G and giving me the opportunity to bring uh, this story to you. Uh, as always, I tell you guys, please continue to do your social distancing and uh, please wear your outer gear, your mask, your gloves, your, your glasses, your face shields, uh, uh, some type of shoe covering so you don't track these uh, germs and viruses into your cars, into your homes. And if you're outside for any extended or amount of time, please come in the house or immediately take those clothes off and wash them. Do not throw them on the floor. Do not put them in your laundry hamper wash them if you are outside for any extended amount of time or you went to work or, or anything like that. Continue to eat your proper meals, ladies and gentlemen, because as I told you, in my opinion, and I'm not a doctor, but it don't matter when it comes to common sense, the number one defense against COVID-19 is keeping a healthy immune system. People, eat your proper foods, eat your proper uh, vegetables and your, your, your proper fruits. And, uh, and your berries and your nuts and your seeds and your G-bombs, 
you know, and your garlic and your onions and, 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 and any vitamins that you may be having to be taking or any, you know, all of these, ladies and gentlemen, uh, things that build up your immune system and keeping a strong immune system is the best pre uh, possible prevention from either catching this virus or if you get it, helping you to eliminate it without uh, medication. Because we all know the immune system is, is good and when it's strong and it fights a, 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 a bunch of different viruses. It's, you know, they don't have no cure for the common cold. They ain't got no cure for the flu. So all of these things are handled by the immune system. So please, do the right thing by your body and doing the right thing by your body. That means you're doing the right thing by your, your, your loved ones and your friends and, and the rest of your family. Okay. As you know, guys, you know that I, I love, I tell that y'all that at the end of every episode now that I love you guys and loving you guys is my food. And as you know, Teddy G is hungry each and every single day. Have a safe day. Have a safe day.